Hello and welcome to Phoning It In, the improvised phone-in show where the callers have no idea what they're calling in to talk about. My name is Dave Coffey. We've got another spilt wine over there. The usual phone lines are open, so get calling. Okay, I'm going to kick things off this week with our topic of the week. This week we're talking about the worst day of your life. Uh, Maud is on the line. Maud, do you think uh, yesterday was the worst day of your life? Is that right? Yeah, I am. I'm still recovering. Um, what happened, Mud? Well, my 43rd birthday, and happy birthday! Thank you very much. I had a bit of a hoolie in the house, and uh, doesn't sound well. Too bad. It was the best and worst day in my life. Um, okay. I have a little dog, Charlie, little grumpy oak, and he's always walking around with a little mope on his head. And uh, we all came back to our house after after the pub, like, well, let's continue the party. You're only four. <laughs> you're only forty-three once, and I was yeah. like, "Get the whole gang back. The dog's there waiting." And the lads came back, and they're like, "That dog always has a po face on his face." <laughs> and they just they gave they gave the dog an XC tablet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, some people say animal cruelty. Some people say. Absolutely hilarious. Well, how, how did he react? Oh, he was having a great time. Well, that doesn't sound cruel. He was on our bus, but uh, he got very thirsty. Yeah, yeah. And uh, did you give him some water? We were giving we were giving him water and beer, and he was like loving the beer and just drink, drinking all the sugar. Um, but then it got weird. There was uh, an uncle of mine who I didn't even know was at the party, just like sprung it on us at about half seven in the morning, just like, has anyone ever wanked off a dog? Right. And I, of course, said, yeah, of course I have. Because I, right. I thought that everyone else was going to say yeah, and I didn't want to be the one left out. But I was, in fact, I was the only person who said I had wanked off a dog. And had you previous to that one? Never, never oh, touched okay. the dog, just yeah, for yeah. petting and picking up poo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what a dog's for, petting and picking up poo. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so he, of course, laughed and went, ah, you're a dog pee, though. And I said, uh, yeah, what about it? And we kind of went uh, chesty to chesty. And... Uh, I I spent the last the last few hours of my forty second year wanking off my dog Charlie. Did you feel you had like a point to prove at that point, or? What? I was the birthday girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's my yeah. party. I can do what I want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, as the old saying goes. Did you feel pressurized because you'd said you had, and you had to kind of like almost prove it back up what you'd said? At that point, the drugs had all kicked in. I didn't know who who was going on. But to be honest, me and Charlie were both feeling each other's vibes. Yeah. And it was a bit weird. But um, Do you uh, think Charlie enjoyed us? I don't know. I got him put down three days later. <laughs> because I, cu I couldn't bear looking him in the eye anymore. <laughs> so there was, nothing there was nothing wrong with him? Oh, no. He was two and a half. Prime of his life. Uh, do you feel? Do you feel? Do you feel sorry for him? Uh, do you miss him? I see him on the face of every child. 
Does that make me a paedophile? I don't know. Um, I, I, to be honest, I, 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 uh, I don't know either. Um, uh, maybe, maybe. I donate. Seven, just want to say, uh, myself, and my friends are doing a charity run. Uh, <laughs> we're doing a charity run, North Strand to, to Clontarf. Text the euro, and uh, the euro will be sent to the Dogs Trust. <laughs> Uh, in honour of my deceased dog, Charlie died through unforeseen circumstances. <laughs> That's lovely. That's a beautiful thing that you're doing. Listen, I want to thank you, uh, Maud, so much for coming on. It was Thanks great talking much. to you. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to move on to some other callers now. Uh, Lorraine is on the line. Uh, Lorraine, what's going on at the uh, reservoir near your house? Ah, oh, Dave, it's absolutely terrible. At the reservoir? Oh, the reservoir's mad, so it is. Yeah, yeah, well, what's going on? Well, it used to be very normal down there at yeah. the reservoir, right? I'd say all the teenagers would be out there, you know, they'd have the boom boxes, mm. everything would be going, right? Yeah. The guy looks out the window one day, and I started to feel... Well, first of all, there was a lot of problems in my house, right? Yeah. I started to feel like I was getting haunted or something, you know? Yeah. Like money went missing out of me, purse, things like that, you know. And I was like, this is very weird. And I noticed that there was odd ripples in the water at the reservoir, right? And then I, I saw this kind of figure, you know, this figure, Dave. You know what yeah. figures are, right? Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. you know, dark figure like down a, at the like reservoir. A, like, a sh- like a man, like a shape. Yeah, like a man, yeah, yeah. yeah. Down at the reservoir. Yeah. And he had this straw, right? Yeah. Anyway, supping away. Supping away out of the reservoir. Oh, yeah. out of the reservoir. Like drinking Supping the reservoir. away, right? Yeah. That was odd. That, that was odd. odd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was odd, right? Yeah. So there I am anyway in my house. I hear knocking. Yeah. Knocking. Like that. Like the poltergeist. Yeah, yeah. Right? On then the I door? See, was it on the front door? Or? Uh, no, no. It was, well, once it was on the front door. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Weird. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Right? And I, was, and I was in the house anyway, one one night, and I just see, once again, I look down the reservoir, right? Yeah. Looks down, and I just see this this fella, right? And I swear to God, throwing money into the reservoir. I swear to God that was my money. Oh, from your purse. I swear to from God. From your purse. Where else could it have been? Yeah, yeah. What was the time period between you losing the money and this guy throwing it into the reservoir? Not very long, Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not very long. Are we talking hours, days, weeks? A few hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A few hours. And just a weird thing. So things have been moved in the house, you know? Yeah. Things have been moved in the house. Yeah. And uh, Do you live with anyone else? No. Okay, no, I live yeah, alone. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so someone broke into your house, possibly this man who was drinking water out of the reservoir. Yeah. And I'm threw made- your money... Into the reservoir. Yeah, that's it, Dave. I think I'm being haunted, actually. I think I'm being haunted. What makes you think it's a supernatural figure and not a well, uh, just a regular guy that broke you know, in? Because, uh, honestly, Dave, now, between you and me now, that's yeah. why I said, who, what will I do? I ring in the radio yeah, and I'll just, yeah. you know, tell him this. Yeah. So, uh, between me and you, right... I kind of, one night I was having this fever dream, you know, and I heard the, the things being moved, you know. In the house. In the house. Okay. Now, wakes up anyway, I turn around, and who's in me bedroom moving a lamp? Bertie Ahern. <laughs> right. Sure, he's dead, Dave. Well, no, I don't think, I don't think he is. He's dead, Dave. I don't think so, no, I think Bertie's still alive. No, he's not. He's dead. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> Unless he died like literally uh, in the last half an hour or something. But 
Steve, are you telling me that Bertie Ahern is coming into me house, stealing me money, going out to the reservoir with a straw, drinking out of the reservoir, and then throwing me money in the reservoir? Well, I'm not telling you that. It sounds like you're telling me that. Well, hang on, I want to bring on someone here who might be able to shed some light on this. Uh, another caller's on the line. Uh, were you the man down at the reservoir? I was, Dave, yeah. Who's <laughs> what's, what's your name, sir? Uh, my name, let, let's just call me, uh, we call me Tony for now. Tony. But uh, it's, my name's Bertie's my name, Bertie Ahern. <laughs> okay, so Bertie, you are alive. Uh, Obviously, I am alive. Yeah, yeah, no, sorry, I didn't, that was never in question. Lorraine thinks you've broken into your house, stolen her money and thrown it into the reservoir. Is that true? Yeah, I'll tell you who Lorraine is, right? You know that fucking slander going around WhatsApp about me? They were seeing me on Tinder. You're on Tinder, yeah, and you're, yeah. you're, using, you're catfishing people on Tinder. Lies. Lies. So, uh, this bollocks started anyway, so uh, this is my way of getting revenge on her. It's going to gaslight her until she eventually inevitably drowns herself in that reservoir. Okay, great. So, uh, I want to bring Lorraine back on for a second. Lorraine, did you start the rumours about Bertie catfishing people on Tinder? Look, as far as I knew, Enda Kenny told me Bertie died with the Celtic Tiger. Right. And as far as I knew, he was dead. Yeah. Right? I just saw I was being haunted. Right? Yeah. I thought it might be funny, right? I sends a, you know, a WhatsApp group, right, with the girls. Now, I'm not one of the girls, but I got the number of one of the girls, right, and I got them to put me in the WhatsApp group. I gave her a tenner, right, she put me in the WhatsApp group. Which so, WhatsApp group is this? This WhatsApp, it's, got, it's, called the, it's called the Book Club, okay. right? And it's a bunch of girls you don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I don't know, but I wanted to be in a WhatsApp group. Sure, yeah. So I paid this woman down in the shop to put me in it, right? So I started to sing. I says, you know, because I did see Bertie around me gaff, in fairness, yeah. right? And I says, Bertie, I'm going on a date with Bertie Ahern. I, ju I just caught because he was dead. I'd never get caught, you know? Yeah, oh, you'd never get found out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bertie, how, have you been on Tinder or what? Have you been going on dates? No. I'm in my 60s. Yeah, yeah. What would I be doing on Tinder? Also, excuse me. I'm, I'm in my 60s. <laughs> and I'm crawling in pussy. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> So you they're stealing me cats, Dave, as well. <laughs> yeah, you want to know where your cats are? Check the bottom of that reservoir, love. Was it your, your, your cats? Oh, my God! Do you see their cats or your cats? My beloved Assumpta. <laughs> your cat Assumpta. My poor cat Assumpta. Did you take her, Bertie? She's Assumpta now. <laughs> I used to have a great career. I used to be snots on the den, and now look at me. <laughs> It's a tragic tale. Listen, Lorraine, would you would you go on a date with Bertie? I'll go on a date with anyone, Dave, to be honest with you. Bertie, would you like you obviously you're not stuck for women, but would you consider going on a date, maybe? Harry. Oh would you? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Where would you take Lorraine on a date? Uh just take her down to the local in uh where I'm from in Dublin. And uh you know, shower off front of all lads, you know, parade around. Okay, well, look, it sounds like we made a match. Uh, didn't think where that, that was where that call was going to end up. But hey, this is, these things happen on phone again. Thanks so much for calling in, guys. Um, Larry's on the line. Larry, uh, 
Uh, Larry, you found a carrot in your granny's dishwasher. Is that right? A carrot? Yeah, oh, in yeah. Your, in your granny's dishwasher. Well, that's what you told us. I don't, it, ah, well, it was, it was a carrot amongst other things. Yeah. <laughs> what else was in the dishwasher? She thought the dishwasher was a fridge. Okay. <laughs> that's an easy mistake to make. So it was a lot of stuff in the milk. Banya, as we call it here in Ireland. Eh? <laughs> few tea bags. And of course, when she put the tablet in and I started spinning around, it was just a big load of shite <laughs> by the end of it. So she, she thought it was the fridge, she put the food in it, but then she still put the tablets on and turned it on. Yeah, exactly. And then she thought it was the washing machine, she started putting clothes in. And then she, she has this thing she likes to do with the dryer. And um, she likes to sit on top of the dryer and get her a little bit of fun. Yeah. And uh, just... She did that with the dishwasher? She did that with the dishwasher. And then we, I couldn't feel like I could eat any dishes uh, that came out of there. Or any food, it was like this is now. Yeah, can't be doing that now. Yeah, yeah. And uh, is she okay, your granny? Or is she? How's she doing now? Uh we're gonna put her down in three days. <laughs> really? How is it? Um, are you heading over to Switzerland or? No, I I know a lad. <laughs> Apparently, I I know a doctor who knows a doctor who's having an affair with a doctor's wife. Apparently. If you know anybody with diabetes, right, you get a bit of, you get a few of the insulin injections. You get a load of them at once. You bang them in the toes. <laughs> Over a slow amount of time, maybe four days. Looks like a natural death. Before it happens, you sign, you get her to, you, 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 you get power of attorney. You, you get her to sign the dishwasher over to you. All the contents, the whole shebang, the cat. The dog, the, the washing machine, dish, the whole, all the appliances. You start writing the eulogy, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> when she's well, still look, alive. I want to bring in your granny here, uh, <laughs> Betty. Uh, Betty, you've, you've been listening there. Is this, uh, you're, you're all okay with this? or? Oh, yeah. Yeah? You, do you, you're happy enough to just... Uh, huh? Just... <laughs> Don't, you, you can't use the big words now with Granny because she's uh, she's high as a kite at the minute. On uh, what's that? I, I uh, everyone always says before they die they want to do heroin, and I was like, "Fuck it!" I got I got a load of it in. Yeah. But I'm gonna make sure it's all out of her system before I start doing the insulin stuff. I want it all to be natural. Uh, <laughs> I'm on heroin, Dave. Yeah. How's that? How does that feel, Betty? Say again? How does that feel being on heroin? I'm on heroin, yeah, Dave. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it, does, it, does it feel good to be on heroin? Oh, yeah. Yeah? How would you just... Could you describe it for us, Betty? I'm on heroin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, how are you feeling about this... Um, you know, uh, wrapping things up in the next few days, <laughs> saying saying goodbye to everyone. Uh, so, sorry. Uh, your your granddaughter is uh, is going to fix you up some uh, insulin and sing that song that you like singing, Granny. Oh, um, H E R O I N, more heroin. And then there's a bit of clapping, isn't there? That's me slapping my veins. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you any other plans? Anything else you want to do before uh, 
Before you die? Yeah, I just didn't realise death was on the card so soon. So this is a, it's a bit of a shock to me Though too. This is a shock, yeah? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She has me living in the dishwasher. Did she tell you that? She, you're, you're living inside the dishwasher? She's been throwing food and wet clothes in me at the dishwasher. Okay, because she made it seem like you would put those things in there. No, they're in there because of me, because she has me living in the oh, dishwasher. How long have you been, been forced to live in the dishwasher? Um, as long as I can remember at this point, because I've been so on heroin. It's time for bed, Granny. Oh, okay. So, Granny, it's time for bed. It, your, your medication. Yeah, it just it makes no difference what bed is at this Man, point, because I just live in a box. I live in a dishwasher. Get your spoon. Just don't, turn, just don't turn the dishwasher back get on. Get your lighter. Don't turn the dishwasher back on. time for your medicine now. Get the spoon. Help, help. Larry, it sounds like uh, it sounds like you've I, you've you've locked your, your. I'm only sixty years of age. Yeah, it sounds like you've you've made a prisoner, Betty. You've locked her in the dishwasher. You've, you've not you've, you've, at all. Shh, not at all. It sounds like you've 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 got her addicted to heroin, and now you're oh trying to god, kill her off. Oh god, no! Oh god, no! We're having a big laugh. <laughs> you, you've been punked. Can I still use that? <laughs> Do you understand that reference, Betty? It's it's a, it's a few years old. Yeah, she says a lot of references at me, but I'm so I'm so skagged off my tits on heroin and living in a box that I don't I can't listen to her anymore. Okay, so you you don't know what punk is, do you? At this point, I'm beyond caring. I just need help. Yeah. Um, my address is 38 Kevin's Road. That's no need for the rest of the the the, the numbers. That's we're raising money for a friend of ours. Uh, Granny, we're raising money for a friend of ours uh, who uh, she's she's trying to get a few new babies. Uh, I'm speaking through a drilled hole in a. Ah, Granny, 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 the best Granny in the world, a saint. My granny was born on this day in this year, and ashes to ashes, dust to dust. <laughs> and with this, we're going to be having sandwiches in uh, the Colmore. I'm not dead. I'm not on the Malahide Road. Yeah. And we invite all family and friends, Fam family flowers only, please. Um, I haven't passed away. To the family, family flowers only. Donate to charity. Okay, Larry, uh, it's been lovely talking to you and your granny Betty. I hope she gets better. I hope she gets off the heroin and, and out of the dishwasher. You're <laughs> saying, love the show, love the show. Thanks for having uh, us. Thank Are you okay, Betty? I need more heroin now because okay. I'm addicted. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was you. you. You got sick, did you? I'm getting sick. Okay, uh, Larry, get, get her some more heroin. God bless, right? God bless. Okay. Help. Thanks, guys. Thanks for running in. Okay, guys, I've got a special guest joining me on stage tonight. His name is Justin Time. He's a leading mentalist, hypnotist, uh, whose career has been mired in controversy for many years. Justin, uh, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Dave. Um, is, it, is it fair to call you a controversial figure? It is, Dave. But like Oscar Wilde once said, if they're not talking about you, if you're not pissing someone off, Dave, yeah. then get the fuck out of... I don't uh, know, show business. Is that a direct quote? <laughs> Can't. What? Is that a direct quote from Wilde? It's a direct from uh, the play The Importance of Being Earnest. Yes. Okay, great. Well, look, you're responsible for breaking up Bewitched. Is that yes. right? Yes. <laughs> why did you do that? Uh, I was paid off by a rival group to use my mentalist powers. Okay. To uh, break up. Can you tell Bewitched. us which group did it? It was, it was actually, believe it or not, it was a blood relative of one of the members of. The, Lynch, uh, the Lynch family? Yes. It was it uh, the brother or one of the sisters? It was actually one of the sisters. You know the one who yeah, was in yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was the, like, the two of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What were they uh, called? 
Uh, Honey something. Anyway, anyway, it was all done through our, my solicitor, so okay. uh, I never actually met. What about this? There's rumors that you deliberately hypnotize people into taking up smoking. Is that true? Yes, I do. Why do you do that? Because again, um, it's fun. It's just fun to make it's people fu- it's smoke. Funny, it's funny you see someone get. Well, some people claim that the tobacco company you're in the tobacco company's pockets. I am. Okay, so you admit that openly. Mm-hmm. And how? I mean, uh, how how many people do you hypnotize into smoking a year? Um, how many people give up smoking here? I get, I, I, oh, you have to try and match that figure, do you? To keep but, yeah, going. but it's just not, it's just not realistic. So, uh, <laughs> and I'm, I, my powers have weakened over the years uh, because uh, of my celibacy vows. So I've gone uh, about three people a year. Right. You, sorry, your powers have weakened because you're celibate. Yes. Why does that affect your powers? Because uh, yeah, you can't, you can't be how, your psychic telekinesis is less when you're not uh, pounding <laughs> an ass. <laughs> so why did you take the virus celibacy in the first place? Um, oh, I'm an incel, Dave. But that's that's voluntary. You, you've nope, voluntarily... It's clues in the name. Involuntary. Okay, so you have not decided to become celibate. You're no. involuntarily celibate. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's and I'm not going to... Before you ask, I'm not going to hypnotize anyone to have sex with me, Dave. That is r- rule one on the mentalist code. Okay. <laughs> So you've never done that? Keith Barry has been this close to been struck off so many times. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I, wanted to, I wanted to ask you about Keith a little bit later. But before that, people have also said that you're responsible for Jim Core's obsession with, um, with all kinds of conspiracy theories. Is that true? Yes. I, uh, I took Jim over, just said, come over, Jim, have a cup of tea of mine. And uh, we sat there and I used my... Pe- I spoke in a really low voice and I stirred my tea kind of in a really seductive kind of way and then I said Jim imagine that you know the government was trying to drink your brain fluid with uh, true uh, whatever the hell you believe basically just everything he believes I planted in him and uh, it, it was just as a prank really I was dared by Keith Barry and uh, <laughs> and now he's he's gone off the charts entirely yeah <laughs> and did you not do you not feel a bit like Responsible for that? I mean, like the well, the no, guys, because I can undo. He's really it whenever, gone off the deep end. I can undo it whenever I want. Yeah, but you've left him like this for years. I know. Yes, <laughs> people. He's bringing more joy to the world in his current state Let's than see. he ever did with his music. As the drummer, was he the drummer? Uh, guitarist. Guitarist. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of the course. Okay, look, well, you've mentioned Keith Barry a couple of times. I want to bring Keith on because, in some ways, he's your best friend. In other ways, he's your greatest rival. Uh, Keith, boo. Keith Barry Brain Hacker, how you getting on? Hey, <laughs> doing, Keith. Um, so, look, you and Justin, uh, bitter rivals, best of friends. Where is it? Where are things at the moment? To be honest, he has a, a spell put on me at the moment where I can't, uh, I can't see him. So, um, I don't know if it's in jest as friends, but sometimes I'll be standing around and my pants come falling down. Yeah, and that's definitely Justin. It's not anything to do with your own. Um... <laughs> hey. I think so. <laughs> but can you be sure? Nope. And it's frankly, it's frightening me. And I just like him to stop. I just want to get back to my brain hacking on my DMAX channel. And, you know, I'd rather he stop taking my buns off. Yeah. So Justin, can you confirm that it is you that's making him drop his trousers? Absolutely. I yeah. can, I can hypnotize. Th- this is the kind of things that a good mentalist can do. Technically, Dave, I've been hypnotizing you over this entire conversation. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, am I going to start smoking, or you'll find out wh- exactly what you'll do in uh, after the show? Um, 
but yes, I made Keith believe that he is uh, he can't see me, and he and I do things. I pull down his pants. Um, what else do you do? He has me. Yeah, he has me. He has me uh, chain smoking cigarettes, um, literally from wake to bed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what, anything else in terms of the invisibility thing, or uh, sometimes I run up to him uh, when he's having a nice moment with a friend or a family member, and I will drill him so hard with my fist <laughs> in the back of the head. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The first few times it happened, before he caught on what I've done, he'd, he'd be just crying. Yeah. He'd just think his brain was failing him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I can verify that. He's been, he's been punching me in the head um, a lot yeah. in public. So, um, yeah, it hurts. Keith, and uh, it's starting to bother me. Any plans for revenge? Like, is there anything you can do to get back at Justin? Um, well, he doesn't know this, but when he was a child, I went into his bedroom and I cast a spell on him, and there is a hex. And by his 40th birthday... He, his eyes will turn black, and he'll think his family's dead, and he'll uh, he'll he'll kill, he'll kill himself. So wait, whoa, whoa wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. But uh, like I, I was a hex. So was back did, my hex. This days. this was I was hexing everyone. This is when you were both kids. Yeah, yeah. I'm a bit older than him. He's he's. Um, I just had out for a little church. You know who it is. <laughs> so uh, I'm 17, Dave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's uh, he's a minor. He's what? Sorry. He's he's uh, he's a minor. Oh, he's yeah, been bullied yeah. and punched by a teenager who's pulling my pants down. Really, <laughs> I just need a, I need to get the child um, to stop taking my pants off. <laughs> like, yeah, that's that's the real issue. To be honest, I don't mind the punching. Boys will be boys, but you don't want to get in trouble. I can't see him, and he's coming up and he's taking my pants off. And because I can't see him, I'm not stopping him. So people are seeing some young lad take my pants off in public and me letting it happen. So. It's getting embarrassing. Just want to get back to my brain hacking. Okay, just want to get <laughs> sure, back to my brain sure, hacking. Sure. Okay, Keith, stay on the phone. <laughs> yeah, okay, Dave. Thanks. I want to bring on Dervla. Uh, Dervla um, claims that, uh, that, that Justin hypnotized her into believing that she was friends with Bono. He made me believe that I was best friends with Bono and that we grew up together. Yeah. Even though, you know, I'm only 21, so that's mm. not really possible. Of course, yeah. But, but your brain didn't um, figure that out. It was no, like you believed no. you were friends with Bono. It's all about triggers for me, you know. Yeah. Anytime, anytime I see a beautiful day, I'm just, I'm off on a mad one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just off yeah. on a mad Sundays one. Sundays are probably tough for you, are they? Oh, bloody Sunday, yeah, Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. my. You know, on, I tell you, Sundays are the worst. What about New Year's Day? Oh, do you know what? Everyone says all is quiet on New Year's Day. Yeah. And I just, what I do is I just go out to Bono's house and I just, you know, because it's New Year's, it's time to be with, with family your friends yeah. and close friends. So I just go to Bono's house in Dorky. I stand outside the door and I just I just kind of wait for him to open the door all day and night. And have you actually um, come face to face with Bono? Have you like met him? Oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And what happens? Because obviously you thought you were you were good friends. He probably didn't know you. Yeah, see, it only happens when there's any kind of you two thing going on. The rest of the time, I'm completely aware that I'm just a nobody. And nobody loves me. Yeah. Um, but when uh, anything you two related, I'm just, oh, yeah. But So uh, when you, I, like, for example, what happened the last time you saw Bono? Because you obviously thought you were best friends. Yeah, I obviously thought he was best friends. So there I was in a pub. I was, do you know what? The the, the big bus on Grafton Street, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, it's a great one. The big old Christmas, Christmas yeah, bus. Yeah, yeah. Bono, Glenn, the lads, you know? So anyway, I just thought, you know, he was playing his guitar. And then I just, there was a child there with a tambourine. And I just ripped the tambourine off the child. <laughs> 
pushed him in the face. I don't know what came over me, Dave. Yeah. Pushed him in the face, came up and then just and then just went bloody Sunday like that with yeah. the tambourine. And and Bono was just looked at me and went, Oh my god, you just punched that child in the face. And then I just kind of went to him. I went, Ah, Bono, I'm only having the crack. You know me, you know me. Yeah, and he was yeah. like, I don't know you. Yeah. The funny thing is, like, even if you, even if you were friends with Bono, I don't think that would have been a cool thing to do. I don't think Bono would have reacted positively anyway. Really? I mean, friends are just like it's just banter, Dave. Yeah, banter, I suppose. Yeah, that's fair enough. Fair just enough. Good crack, you know. And so, how did Bono react? Did he? Uh... Um, so Bono got him. Um, he just literally, he just went to me like, you know, we need to protect our children. And then he just went every time, like I click my fingers, a child dies. Jesus, you know. And I went. Did he mean he was killing? I went. Come on, man. Come on, pal. Come on, pal. I didn't click my fingers. I punched him. He's yeah. grand. He's not yeah. dead. Yeah. You know? If anything, that's more threatening behavior from Bono that he's. Yeah, like and I was like, Bono, kids. why are you being such shit crack? I know you're great crack. I've known you all my life, man. Yeah. And yeah, and this, you know, but then I went home to bed and I went, geez, I don't know Bono at all. Well, I want to bring Justin back in here. Justin, why did you hypnotize, uh, hypnotize her into believing that she is friends of Bono? Uh, I referred earlier to my incel uh, period. I'm, yeah. I mean, I've I've leveled it a bit now, uh, made my peace with it, but uh, at the time I was really mad, and that bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did she shoot you down? Durbin? She did. It was all this. this is all this oh no, I like us just as friends. Oh no, thanks. We're second cousins. All this, all this lies. The women. She and she says that she only wants to go with nice guys, and I was like, I was like, not only am I a nice guy, I'm also a mentalist. And uh, yeah, and I'm, you're the it. victim in this, if anything. I am the victim of this. Yeah, Me yeah. and all her uh, boyfriends that I made kill themselves. Uh, Yep. And whose fault is that? Uh, theirs for letting me hypnotize them. Yeah, exactly. Okay, well, look, uh, I want to bring on one more caller. Bobby is on the line. Bobby is a young fan who wants to be a mentalist just like you, Justin. He's your biggest fan. Hi, Bobby. Hey, Justin. Just want to say, big, biggest fan. Um, thanks so much for having me on the show. Welcome, Bobby. I've, I've read everything about you on, the, on your Wikipedia page. Even... Um, the, the the sexual assault in Sweden. <laughs> Didn't use any hypnotizing for that, so I'm still not in breach of my mentalist code. So that was just a straight up sexual assault. Straight up, no holds barred, me and my hands, no brain power required. Uh, my, okay. my, my my daddy always says that separate the artist fr from the art. <laughs> Bobby, why do you want to be a mentalist? Um, well, uh, it started, it started last year when, uh, when I, when I was in, in school, still in school, but, uh, when I was in school, the teacher, she got kind of whippy with me, whippy snappy, like kind of cheeky. That's what I call cheeky. She got kind of cheeky. She was like, do your whippy homework. Whippy snappy, yeah. She said, do your homework, do, do your homework. And she, she called, she called me a, a, a little tick bastard. <laughs> and, um. I gave her, uh, gave her a few slaps, and people, everyone in the playground was like, you're mental, you're mental. And I went, I know, I am the mentalist. And um, I came, it's not really, I suppose it's not really magic. Um, I just like... But you got that kind of... Just like bending the shade of people, that's yeah, it, that's yeah. it really. <laughs> but you got that kind of reaction, that kind of fan reaction yeah, that Justin gets. 
Yeah, the thrill. The thrill yeah, he thrill, gets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I suppose the same thrill. He, I don't know what he does. Uh, I just like fighting. Yeah. <laughs> well, what you can do now, little Bobby, is when you learn the, the art of uh, brain hacking, you can actually ma make people beat themselves or fight amongst themselves. And you don't have to get your hands dirty. You just sit back and watch and laugh. Does that sound like something you want to do, Bobby? Uh, I don't know if I'd be satisfied if I, if, if I didn't come home with somebody else's blood on my own face. I'm afraid we're out of time! <laughs> I want to thank all of my callers today, but I especially want to thank John Doran, Eva Spratt, Peter McGann, and Andrea Farrell. Thank you to the Heads of Podcast Network for having us, and to the Tightrope for having us as well, and to John Farrell for the music. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. Good night. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.